Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast, and this is BBQ, Big Brother Quarantine. With me, as always, it's Jade! Hey, guys, what's up? What's going on, everyone? Back again, in the car, in the truck edition, if you will, like the way Nez likes to say it, although we're not in a truck. We're in a car, a rental car. We're headed south out of Eureka. We already recorded one pod today, the first Amazing Race pod, but now we're back to BBQ. Got a whole week to cover. We got a head of household, a veto, and an eviction to cover. And we got to check in on the jury house. Yay, let's do it. All right, first things first. It was interesting because we did on the last episode, the Tyler eviction episode, we got the start of this competition for Head of Household, and it was a little bit of a classic, but it's not one they do every year. It's kind of like a seesaw balance beam, where this time around, they had to bring the balls down to one corner of like the scoop, and not have them fall off, and it was pumpkin-themed for October, so that was really cool. Obviously, in the past, Big Brother's normally a summer show, so they haven't really got to do, like, Halloween. The only time they were ever doing a Big Brother season for Halloween was that one Big Brother over-the-top season. Yeah, and that's where they got to theme the competitions. And I think it's super cool that, you know, being in October and transitioning from summer to fall that they get to do that theme. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... Uh, Cody was not able to play in this coming off of his head of household where Tyler left the house. So the contestants were Christmas, Memphis, Enzo, and Nicole. Yeah, so this was a great comp. Um, honestly, it's really hard depending on your weight. Um, honestly, I think that plays a big factor in this one especially because of how... Um, depending on your weight and, you know, much how much muscle mass or, you know, all that stuff, how much you have, it's going to work against you. Um, it's better if you're lighter, like me and um, Nicole, since we're kind of similar in that, in that way. Um, Christmas and Nicole are kind of similar, but um, unfortunately for Memphis, and especially Enzo, um, they're, they're both weight and kind of which transition to also balance definitely did not do anything for them. Right, exactly. So I, I, we had heard a little bit about this competition on Cliff Notes, but it was actually even cooler to see in person. One thing we had heard on Cliff Notes was that Christmas got really close. In fact, he said so close, she was like one away. So you were just waiting for that, but it was still nonetheless dramatic. The big surprise for me, though, was finding out actually how close Memphis was. Both him and Christmas had a chance to finish this well before Nicole, yeah. but both ran into mistakes. First, the Christmas one, where just seeing it, it was, it was, it was so much worse. Like, even knowing it was coming, like, to see how careful she was, yet at the same time, it was all about the layout of the, the pumpkins. And it was one little one that, that, that leapt off. And had she had the bigger pumpkins on the outside, it actually would have maybe acted as a protective barrier. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, 
it's crazy how much that definitely needs to be taken into consideration because of how many times we see each person try different ways of their, their little pumpkin balls. Um, there's about, I think, 25 yeah. total yeah. that you have to put on um, the end of the scoop. And so, yeah, it's really about finding that balance um, of, you know, like that said, the big balls on the outer and then the small balls in the middle to protect them. Yeah, exactly. And um, that's eventually what uh, Nicole and Memphis and Christmas got down. Enzo, unfortunately, pretty much from yeah. the top, probably got maybe three balls on a scoop before they all went off because of his balance. Um, he couldn't get it at all. Yeah, no, it was not working for him, honestly. Um, it's funny because um, Cody, you know, watching and everything, he kept on emphasizing to both Enzo and Cole. It's like, hey, like, I got you guys this last week. You got to get me this week. So, like, win this and we're good, you know, like, keep me safe. And so at one point, um, Cody, like, like kind of like the, it makes like the, the the production made it seem like Cody was looking over at Enzo and being like, "Dude, you're fucking killing. You're like yeah. here, like, like, come on, like, why aren't you like doing better?" So he's basically putting all of his faith of winning HOH into Nicole now. Yes, and yes. it's funny too because prior to the competition, she was scared that she wasn't gonna do well. Right, right. Oh yeah, but like per usual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's always, um, there's always, like, fear of, like, oh, like, I suck at comps, but, um, so, yeah, uh, once, once it got down to the nitty-gritty, yes, um, Christmas was super close, I believe she was literally at on 20, the last one. Yeah. Uh, 24 balls on her 25th, and she was about to get it, and then one tiny small ball fell off at the edge. Yeah, and just the way that she's like mid, and they like kind of freeze frame slow motion her reaction, like it's right before they go to commercial and right when they come back, it's like that like tense and that close. Cause it's not like she didn't see it, it's just, it was just so close. Do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there really was nothing she could do at that point. Um, and you know obviously like that really sucks but like you're not gonna like stop doing the comp like she has to continue to like try over again um and then uh memphis was also pretty close too but i think he also yeah his was strange his was so strange because he got he got like a good rhythm and he was well ahead of nicole and he could have had it but he got excited or something and decided to do a little speed burst and it threw everything off. Like he rumbled down and of course it threw things off. It was actually really strange. Like I get it. Like you got caught up in the moment, but man, it was like bad timing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And this comp specifically, you keep on saying is all about balance. You don't want to go too fast or even too slow. It'll screw you up. Um, so yeah, as you can kind of tell by me talking, that the winner ends up being... Nicole! Yay! First comp win of the year! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, and she's super excited. She's finally won an HOH. Everyone now now in the house has won an, um, an HOH. Yeah, and yeah. And has won comps. Um, so she finally got to do that. And 
yeah, um, she was super excited, um, got a, you know, letter from Vic and everything and stuff from home, really great. Um, oh, and it was one of the first times on the show that they did, da -na -na -na. Yeah. Da-na-na-na-na. They actually showed, they showed the head of household, which, which they hadn't showed like all with, year. Yeah, the entire season. So I'm like, <laughs> what? Why now? Like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe they needed time to fall. Anyway, so yeah, she she's head of household now. Um, kind of obvious, you know. Obviously, you know, Christmas in Memphis are gonna be the target. She's not gonna go. Oh she's yeah, probably for not sure. gonna go against you know. Enzo and Cody at this point. Yeah, no, no, no way, um, no way. Especially coming off the week they, they did. Yeah, they protected her and everything. Yeah. Um, and her allegiance to Cody is, like, so strong, it's kind of unbelievable. Like, I'm still shocked by it to this day. Right. Like, the loyalty behind that. Um, so, yeah, she, no surprise, she ends up um, putting up Christmas and Memphis on the block. Um... Memphis is a very, like, he's good at the game, but he's, like, he knows it's, like, just a game. Like, yeah, you yeah. don't, like, like, oh, like, push you, push you, push you. Whereas everyone knows in the house that Christmas, if something's, like, on her mind, like, one, she has, she wears her emotions on her sleeve, and two, she'll, like, she'll... Keep totally, coming at like, you with it. Bombard you yeah. with, like... Hey, like, I know that you put me up on the block, but, like, would you consider, like, using the video on me, da 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 and, like, continually, like, consistently by your side, and that's what's been happening. That was what happened to Nicole all week when she put Christmas up on the block, was Christmas was constantly talking to Nicole, being where Nicole was, outside, inside, in the HRH room, talking to her nonstop, and it's funny because there's, um... Lifey videos on scenarios of the three guys talking about how Christmas won't stop and she's like she's relentless man like I can't stand her just get her out like <laughs> yeah and I gotta say uh we still got more to talk about this episode but this maybe than most other weeks in the house it really felt for a while it could have gone either way as far as the eviction went oh yeah this was one of the most unsure. Most times, it's like, yeah, ninety percent sure where it's this person, or yeah, you know. or like the house can is kind of like leaning towards one, yeah, versus the other, um, or there's like plans to backdoor something like that. But yeah, no, both of these are very good competitors, and um, there are reasons why to keep them and why to get rid of them. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, on that note, with the both of them on the block, they have to play the veto, and it's the long-awaited BB Comics, Woo! which is always great. I kind of wish we weren't recording on this on the road, because then we could, like, have it on in the background and remember all the things, but I'm sure we can remember a handful. Yeah, yeah, get them out. Um, so, yeah, BB Comics, a classic... Always played towards the end of the season. Last few comps, there's always BB Comics. Um, I really love how how every every comic has like the same style, but it's unique to that person's like like nickname or like something that happened in the show and stuff like that. I think that's always super cool. And um, the fun the fun thing is, after the season's over, you get to take yours home. Yes. Which is super cool. It makes me want to be on the show just to have yeah. my own comic. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, let me try and think. Um, so the first ones yeah, that come ahead. to mind 
our uh, Janelle was uh, Bombshell, yep. <laughs> like for Bombshell Beauty. Yep. And then in turn, uh, Nicole's was once again based on her costume, which it just had to be because that's how it was the first two times that she played. So this time it was her uh, sloppies thing, and she was serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, no, and honestly, it's funny because when Nicole was talking about her, every um, house guest talks about their comic and how cool it is, and like, oh, like, I like that they did this, and stuff like that. Um, when Nicole saw her comic, obviously, like, she knew that she wasn't gonna, probably gonna, not gonna like it because of, like, what was on it, but <laughs> the fact that she compared it to Janelle's, and there's this really funny clip uh, it's on the it's on the episode, not um, live feeds. It's on the episode about how Nicole compares her comic to Janelle's, and how like oh of course like like blonde beautiful like Janelle gets a bombshell comic, and I'm like in like a scary serial killer monster looking <laughs> weird at costume like <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah no that's funny because like. I know that Nicole has like had some like downs this season for sure, and I I know she's gonna realize that once she goes back and watches the season. Um, but yeah, I I think it's strange, you know how I know I've talked about it in the past how this season she's kind of been off a bit compared to her other past two seasons where she did really good, and it's like man, like what happened? Um, She's a lot more, she's a lot more paranoid, she's a lot more, um, I don't want to say annoying because that's rude, but she has gotten a lot of, on a lot of house guest nerves with talking about things that don't necessarily matter. Saying things that like, oh, like everything, everything that she can't like do isn't fair. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's so. been like a go-to, almost like a, a sad, sadly like a running joke. Like every time I tell Jade, like, oh yeah, I found out who the next head of household, and you know what uh, Nicole said about it, and it's like, yeah, it's a given. It's like, it's not fair. Yeah, um, and like no shade towards her accent at all. Like I love her accent. She seems like a great person. Um, she just made some mistakes. Like we have all. But it's just the whole thing about, like, it's not any way in her voice. It's the fact that she she complains um, about stuff that doesn't necessarily matter. Yeah, exactly. Don't need to. Yeah, and she doesn't <laughs> need to. Um, because the game, like, shouldn't be tailored toward necessarily anyone. Right, exactly. Like, and, like, yeah, so that's the whole thing. Um... Yeah, back to the comics. Back to the comics. Uh, another one that I remembered was uh, King Kaser, which was great to see, but it, uh, of course, the remaining house guests didn't understand it. They're like, huh, king? What? King of being evicted for a jury? And it wasn't until this current week's head of household where, uh, I'll just say it now, might as well, uh, Kaser returned for the next head of household. And uh, he talked about one of his most famous moments, the Night Moves competition was coming back. And so that being that was his most famous comp, of course, that was what they were talking referring to. That was the King Kaser yeah. reference. Yeah, and his famous move is 
Um, oh gosh, what's her name? Maggie? Yeah. Maggie, um, Maggie was like being shady around the house or whatever. And Kaser, um, like says like, oh, like Maggie first says to Kaser like, oh, like I just sealed your fate. And Kaser like throws back, no, I just sealed your partner's fate. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> okay, like <laughs> iconic, yep. don't you? Like, yeah. That's one of the, it's definitely, it's funny how moments like that, like, become iconic in, like, Big Brother, like, the fandom and stuff like that. Like, people know these specific moments and events that happen that are, like, well-known because they just blow up like that. I think it's super cool. Right. But, yeah, so, King Kaiser, um, let's continue. The next one I remember is, uh, Davon's Daydream. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really cute. Um, I'm trying to remember, wasn't she like on a cloud? Yeah, it was like the bad guy, like she like it had like invaded his dreams and that's where she was like taking him out. Yeah. Like in the dreamscape. Right, yeah, that was, that <laughs> so. was pretty cool. Um, and then I just remember the other, another one, um, Bailey's Comet. Oh, uh, yeah. That was super cool. That's probably one of my favorites. Um, Bailey's kind of like, almost like silver surfer type like on yeah. a comet um and she looks she looks awesome and i thought that was really it was a really good it was really well done they were like um let's see who else what was uh kevin of the jungle because it wasn't yeah. king kevin but it was like kevin of the jungle and it was like him pointing the way to like a bunch of like uh jungle animals and yeah. stuff yeah, there was a bunch of, um, there, I think there was like an elephant and like a zebra and stuff like that in the background. I think it was maybe riding the elephant. It was super cool. Um, I think, I think it has something to do with like the idea of like him being on the block that many times. Yeah. Or like getting out of the jungle. I don't know. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, let's see. Who else? What was Enzo's? Enzo's was the Meow Meow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it had to be. Right. <laughs> Which is funny because... Um, he got re-excited about that. Yeah. And <laughs> in a way, like, also with, like, Zingbot's, like, whole, whole thing, like... Yeah, he was, was down like, about it back then. Yeah. But now he's, like, re-hyped. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, like, I love it. Always Meow Meow. Yeah. Um, let's see, and then... I remember what Cody's was. Cody's was uh, the Calafuri. Yeah. He was like a whirlwind. Right. It was cool. Yeah, the, I remember that one now. That was super cool. Yeah, because like, they're, the Calafuri, Calafuri, um, the family is like big on their whole family name and stuff like that. So it's like, um, yeah, the Fury part was like him like being a, like a tornado, like a, like a little whirlwind. Yeah, natural disaster, I'll get you type of thing. Um, so that was cool. And then, let's see, who else? Tyler. Tyler had something to do with his hair. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like his hair was all crazy and that was the powered thing. Right. It was all curly and crazy. Yeah. And it was like attacking. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I just remembered. Um, Cody made a joke about it because he never remembered her name. But um, Keisha's was themed around it's like the birthday girl or something like <laughs> yeah. that because like there was that iconic time of her birthday yeah <laughs> and yeah. it was like 
everybody was battling and yeah. yelling and then they brought out the cake and it yeah. was the least enthusiastic Thank you for happy birthday yeah back during our first season yeah that was crazy with jesse and that one lady fighting yeah yeah um let's see it's yeah it's definitely weird like not having the episode in front of us because right reference. yeah most of these are off the top of my head i got another one for you uh ian's was yeah. uh his costume Dirk Space Jammer, and of that course, so cool. the first thing when they showed it was the no. Yeah, that was great. They play like <laughs> they play like a, a sound relating to your comic, like when it gets shown for the first time, and that was Ian's. Um, One thing I want to throw in there: they for the first time this season. Uh, as we're winding down, and surprisingly, like like normal, which is really cool to see, considering they're hoping to do it again with a, a new, all new live cast, was they were um, recruiting for the next year for next year's Big Brother, and on the like outgoing, outrageous, like sign up, you know, to to come into the house, that that whole thing. During that, they showed Ian in the Dirk Space Jammer outfit, and he was like, For the galaxy! And then all the house guys were, For the galaxy! It was such a yeah, cool and fun moment. That was really cool, because we never got to see that like on anything. Like, not the live feeds, not videos, not the show, and so that was really cute. I yeah. remember that, yeah. For the galaxy! Yeah, yeah. We loved it. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of the other people in Oh gosh, um, Nicole's. Yeah, there Nicole. Wasn't she? Oh, the pod. It was like the podcaster or something yeah. like that, which was interesting because it was like she was like brainwashing people or something with her podcasting. Or I yeah. don't know. Something like that, like a superpower to yeah. podcasting. Right. Um, uh, the other one I remember is uh, for David. He's both David and Goliath. Oh yeah. So. He, it was like multiple and like the we haven't talked about the differences but the differences on his was uh, one had one more version of him than, right. than the other yeah yeah so um, if, if you can't do you remember anymore or should I just start talking I don't know okay. just the ones we can so yeah um, going into that whole idea like yeah so there's two copies of each person's comic um, obviously if you've seen the show before you get it if not I'll try to explain it a little bit. So yeah, there's two copies of each person's comic, and there's one difference on one of the comics that's um, compared to the right version, which you see when you kind of, uh, what do you call it? Like swing? Swing, kind of swing across a wall to see the right version, and yeah. So you have to compare the two versions that you have with the right version on the wall. And it can take a lot of time if you're good at this type of thing or you can get it actually pretty fast. Um, if you notice differences, if you remember the order in which the people go because that matters as well. And um, yeah, no, it was, it was cool to see people's times and stuff like that. Um, you want to talk more about it? Yeah, um, just trying to think if there was any other covers that we didn't cover. Uh, competitors, this is why I was reminded of this, Memphis and Christmas. Memphis's was Memphis, 
his fist. And the real funny thing on it was it was a shout out to his mixologist, his former career as a mixologist, which uh, when they when he like he said it, he thought it was funny talking about his former career as a mixologist was at the same time him being like maybe like it was weird like it was like reading between the lines but he like may not be like he may be like a little like uh, rolling his eyes about oh, it, that yeah. idea about that he said he was a mixologist oh, totally. <laughs> like especially like it doesn't matter what age you are like you're gonna look back on certain things that you like oh like. I'm not a bartender, sir. I'm a mixologist. Like, it sounds a little, it's a fun term, but it sounds just a tiny bit conceited. So it's like, him probably like older now and he has a kid and everything. He's like, bro, I was really <laughs> that old and calling myself a mixologist. Like, yeah. I could totally see that. That's what I'm thinking. Um, so yeah, I remember another one too. Um, you want to talk about Christmas and then here, yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk about Danny real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, Danny's was interesting because it was kind of a shot at her and past house guests. Um, it, they, it was called the... Um, the Regulators. The Regulators, yeah. Because that was Danny's former um, alliance name. In well, no, it wasn't. It, she was, she was, it was a shot at her marrying Dom because it said oh, she's yeah. joined the worst alliance of all time. And that was the regulators because it was Keith and then the one girl and then Dominic. And yeah, they all went like right away that season. Yeah, yeah. So, so. yeah, no, that's, that's really what I was getting to. Yeah. yeah. Her past, her past play and like that whole thing going going down well yeah so it is definitely a shot at dom you know and like oh you married him like but they married they, into the worst alliance <laughs> uh, i mean yeah i guess like gameplay wise but no they're, they're crazy happy so that's all that matters yeah um yeah uh and then yes christmas hers was like uh, was it was it like San Sandy Claus or Santa Claus? Either way, Santa it had something Claus, to yeah. do with claws. Like she was like had her claws out. Like she's vicious. Yeah, yeah, and she definitely liked it because she's like, ooh, like yeah, I'm feisty and stuff like that. Um, her comic looked pretty cool because she was like, um, like skiing, and yeah, she had like the claws out, which is pretty cool. Um, that's all. That's all the comics that I can remember. So. I guess we should talk about yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so the actual competition itself, we did know who won it, but yet again, this was another impressive one just to see when you see actually see them do it, and you're like, nobody's throwing this, like everybody's trying, and then just to see like the final times in the end. So like Jay laid out. They got to figure out the difference. They come across the wire, they drop down, and then they got to figure out which cover is right and in the right order and ring in and win your best time. So once that's all done, then they all assemble back in the backyard and they line up and then one of the persons runs down the times and, you know, it was like... Memphis is like at 24 minutes. Yeah. And Cody was at like 11 or something like that. He gets in the lead. And then Nicole's was like 457. 
Yeah. It was like incredibly crushed. Like Cody was like the second best of time, and she doubled up his time. She over halved his time because yeah. his was like eleven minutes, and hers was under five. Yeah, and that was so crazy just to like see that time come up when they were going over all the time, seeing her single digit four minutes, freaking insane. Like. I'm seriously curious if that's like the fastest time in BB Comics history. Yeah, it's the biggest differential, maybe. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She like killed it 100%. And just like, she really did have the best strategy down, honestly. Because she wasn't even, she didn't even skip a beat. She was running to the zipline, whatever thing, seeing, like, okay, so she put um the right order of the house guests first got that all down and then she just looked at looked at the differences and she's like this that this that this that okay gotta go back this that she's done yeah yeah exactly which was great to see because we had heard before we got to see it we saw a um kind of live feed cam reaction where she was kind of talking about she's like yeah I guess everybody else kind of like sat and looked at everybody else's comics. She's like, I barely did that. She's like, I went right to the differences. And it was interesting to even see, she did make a comment on hers, of course, which is not to be surprised, but she still was able to do that and still do it her insanely efficient way. Like it was crazy too to see, cause the other ones were like going like the Christmas and the Cody and they were, they were showing good. Even Memphis, they looked good. And then to see Memphis's time being like 24 minutes, it's, it's, it's almost shocking. Like, yes, it's edited together, but just the way he looked like he was moving, like looked good. Like it didn't look like 25 minutes. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, it really does like make you think like how, like when you really get it into gear, like you really can pull through. So yeah, it's crazy. Um, Nicole went back to back wins, both the head of household and now the, um, veto. And, um, obviously she keeps the norms the same. Yep. Um, no reason to change it, no reason to try and like, oh, like I'm gonna be sneaky and backdoor Cody or... Yeah, and that's, well, it was crazy that that was even floated. I get that in the house you can't know everything, but even like then they like knew they were close, but the idea that Christmas was even pitching that and that could even be an idea, like yes, it's worthy listening to, but she like owes her game life to him in so many ways yeah. to like cut him at that point was like, would be unrealistic. And for all people like Memphis, Memphis does nothing for her. Yeah. He put her up on the block. Like it was obvious that was the target. The interesting thing about this week though, was Memphis thinking his wise guy's idea had him covered, but little did he know that Enzo spilled about it and Cody knew and yeah. He wasn't nearly as covered as he thought. Yeah, exactly. And Cody told Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole and Cody's relationship, they definitely do tell each other almost everything um, in the game. The um, interesting thing that I want to say, it might be, it might have been her, I think it was part of her attempt. I can't remember when it was part of her attempt, but it kind of doesn't matter because it does relate to the show. Um, and it's, it's, they're pretty close back to back. So I can't remember when she said this, it was either during this time of her trying to save herself, um, 
but uh, at one point, Christmas um, is talking to Nicole again, and she brings up the idea of like, hey, like, if we're able to, you know, like, I'd want to take you to final two, and Nicole's like, damn, okay, like, she, like, she doesn't try to show it that much, but you, you can hear her talking to herself afterwards and being like, damn, like, okay, like, I don't think I should tell this to anyone else. Like, I might just have to keep this close to myself and keep my cards close about that. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, um, at, I think this is also during the time of when Memphis and Cody were talking while doing pool, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Good to this bring this a, up. This is a very good, um, TV moment, I think, and I th we I knew we watched it on the Scenarios live feed video on YouTube to see more of it, so I highly recommend trying to find that. Um, might be a little ways down, but it's worth it, I promise. Um, so yeah, Memphis and Cody are playing pool in the backyard at one point, and Memphis is talking to Cody about the wise guys and being like, yo, like, Oh, I'm solid, right? Like, you guys got me. Like, gonna be cool. Like, we got this. Let's just, like, let's do it. And Cody's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, whatever you say. And um, Memphis has to go, like, grab something or whatever from inside. And then we hear Cody saying something. It's, it's so great the way he says it, too. I'm like, damn, like, game Cody is great. He says something to the effect of, Memphis, I am so much farther than you in this game. Like, I am light years ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, the stuff that um, he was telling him and, like, the way he was acting, he was like, no, like, you're not going to get this, like, past me, you know? Like, right. I have my sources. I'm good at this game. Like, um, and Memphis said something to the effect of when they were talking, like, oh, like, um, you ready to go to final two? And Cody, when he's talking to himself, he's like, yeah, you ready to go to jury house? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh that, that was like such a good, like, oh God, I love it. You know, good TV, good, good bite back, you know? Right, um, right, but, right, exactly. Um, so yeah, did you want to add anything else to that or? No, no, just that, um, did anything else come up, live feeds or otherwise interesting, before we get to the eviction? Or should we get to the... The, the teapot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you okay. remembered. Okay. Iconic. I really hope this, like, becomes, like, a funny thing. Even though I feel like not a lot of people will remember. But it's so funny. <laughs> um, it's funny to me, anyway. It's funny to Dad. Um, so it works with our humor. I hope you guys think it's funny, too. Um, so, okay. So... At uh, one point, um, Cody and Enzo are in the kitchen, and Enzo's like, yo, I want some tea. And Cody's like, okay, well, like, go make tea, go use the teapot. And Enzo's like, I've never used a teapot, I just use the, the freaking... Just the pot. The pot, like, the pan, you know, like, <laughs> and so... Uh, Enzo's like in his 40s, I think. Yep. He's never made tea before. 
<laughs> well, he has, but just in a it's just, it's, boiling water pot, yeah. like you're like you're boiling water for spaghetti or yeah, noodles. Exactly, like it's like that, like you're like cooking, but you know, like you're just boiling water for tea instead of using a teapot, which is what it's used for. Um, so yeah, <laughs> there goes the process of Enzo trying to learn how to use a teapot. <laughs> <laughs> So, any, I've been hearing teapots all my life because of my grandparents and the people I surround myself with. Everyone I know loves tea. You know, when a teapot is ready, it whistles. <laughs> oh, it whistles. <laughs> so, they're waiting for the water to boil or whatever in the teapot. And it's just whistling. And they're not, Enzo's not doing anything. And the look Cody gives Enzo is like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, and he's like, he's motioning to the pot, like, go do something. And he's like, oh, and those like, oh, I gotta go get it. And he's like, oh, it whistles. <laughs> like, like you just said, like, and it was just so funny because, oh my god, like, really, <laughs> really, and and it's just great too because like. Cody's like so done. He's like, what am I doing with my life? Like watching this grown up man <laughs> making tea, being shocked by a teapot whistling. Like, what am I doing? It's great. His, his sarcasm is funny. Um, so yeah, he's just like rolling his eyes or whatever. It's hella funny. This is a quick little clip, but it really made us laugh, so. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think that leads us to? Yeah. Yeah, eviction. So. Um, yeah, it felt a little up in the air, but it also did feel like probably uh, Memphis. And it really did come down to waiting for Cody to sit down in that chair. And I was like, oh, okay, what's he going to say? And actually, uh, very interesting, too, was the idea right before it that they laid out in the house of do we want to actually make Nicole do this? And 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 break the tie vote like actually have her do it so like maybe that looks better on them for the jury at least or at least one of them and one of them can claim or both of them yeah. technically could claim that oh no i voted for you it was right. the other the other guy that didn't so but yeah in the end uh by a vote of two zero Memphis, you have been evicted from the Big Brother house. Yep. And so there he goes. He's he is now evicted. Um, his talk with jewelry, ju Julie, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Julie, um, is pretty chill. Do you remember? I don't really remember the, what they talked about. Yeah, they only really got into the idea of like like wise guys like that should have protected you right are you shocked like it didn't and he's like yeah he's like oh a little little blindsided he's like i get it he's like and i get the game for them he's like but i think it would have been smarter for both of them to keep me right than not so i don't understand that for them personally he's like i get it but he's like yeah eh. yeah but he was pretty cool about it honestly like He's, he's chill and like, oh yeah, it's a game, like, um, I think he said something to the effect of like, oh, like, I put my cards out there and, you know, like, may they fall or they may, that type of thing. 
Yeah. Um, we were curious to see if they'd confront him with the Ian thing now. One thing we talked about on a previous pod was the idea of, like, these down moments of the season or these, like, times when they need to talk about wrongdoings can sometimes bring down the finale because they wait till after the votes are cast but before the winner's announced to get in. And it's, like, it's kind of a downer. And it feels like they would almost be better. We mentioned this before, too, how they might be better off with a, a challenge almost style thing where they have the winner and the winner like wins on location because that's like takes place outdoors and right. somewhere around the world and different locations. But then they have like a reunion show after, which is like their real season finale where they talk things out. That feels like the best place to do it. Not yeah. quickly in between voting and crowning a winner because it kind of, like I said, it sours it. And like, don't get me wrong, it's important to do, but where they do it doesn't feel right. It yeah. feels like they could do it better because it's hard to be like... Okay, now we talked about this really serious stuff that needs to be taken serious, but now let's party! And yeah. it's like, we, we said this last time, but it's like, it just happened last season where it automatically affected the, the winner. The Jackson came out not hyped and yeah. very concerned about everything that he was just presented with. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so I feel like that needs to be changed, you know, definitely for the future. And, you know, yeah, the fit of, you know, when it's right to talk about it because that definitely feels like a weird spot for sure. Yeah. They could literally just do what the challenge does. They could have their their mostly traditional um, finale night, but save all the... You guys didn't... Here's one thing that you guys didn't know about Team America, like in those seasons. Yeah. They could save all that stuff for like an after show. Like, all the stuff you didn't know about this house, all the social stuff you need to address, all that can then come up. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that'd be so much better, too, because, like, you really can, like, have your full amount of time to explain your reasoning for, you know, whatever thing happened, whether it was bad or not, um, and just, like, not, like, super quick, be like, hey, yeah, so, like, I, like, half fake apologies, or, like, I don't want to be rude, but, like, sometimes, you know, you can tell when people's apologies are real and they're not. Um, it has happened both in the show. So, yeah, it just it needs to be fixed. Yeah, for sure. So, um, they didn't address the Ian thing with Memphis, but I I, I don't know if I don't know if they will at finale. They might, but they also might not. I'm like 50-50 on yeah. if they will. It makes me frustrated because I feel like these people no matter their like no matter like who they are need to be taken accountable for their actions. And it was incredibly rude what they did. There's multiple people. And sure, like, these these are probably really great people. But, you know, people do make mistakes no matter who you are because we're human. Um, and, you know, it's it's rude what they said and talked about Ian and, the, you know, the way they reacted. So, not cool, but hopefully it's taken to accountability. Like, I don't know. Right, right, right. So yeah, on that note, he is out and headed to jury. Uh, I do want to talk about the jury in a minute because it's a good like kind of final topic to end on. But like I said before, uh, they are presented in the house with uh, a little video, Caser's return. At some point, they had him in the backyard. Who knows if it was like 
right oh, after yeah. his eviction. For the new head of household competition. Yeah. You mean, yeah. Right. And who knows if it was right after his eviction or they brought him back this week. I, I'm, I guess I'm leaning towards this week while the backyard was closed. They got him in like a side or something and had yeah. him record a, a, this little thing. But he re- had a little thing where he talked about the night moves and that's what the... Uh, that's what the house guests were going to do, so... Uh, yeah, that game. Talk about the thing that you really liked. Oh, after that? Like, everybody is, like, sitting there in awe, thinking about what it means. Enzo then stands up and he's like, Night moves. Night moves. He keeps saying it, and then, like, he starts moving in an L, because that's the game. That all That's all the game is, like, moving like a knight in chess. And he's, like, moving in an L while everybody's just sitting there, scratching their chin and everything, and he's like, night moves. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's funny, too. Um, he's, like, he's talking about, like, oh, like, I don't know how to play that. How do you play it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so. so that's the funny part. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of that. that it, it for that. Do you, want, do you want to talk about the jury to? Yeah, let's talk about the jury to finish this episode off. We got another check-in with them, which is great. Uh, As we talked about last episode, seeing them for the first time was great. We were just on the fence of, like, how this was going to work. Did they get sent home? Are they separated? Are they not even together? But it turns out, no. Like most years, they are together. It's hard to say if they went down to Mexico like normal or if they're closer. It's just hard to say. You know what it is, but... It's pretty, their location, wherever they are, it looks super nice. Yeah, big backyard. It's, like, it's, like, so big that, like, they go out to this, like, far corner of the yard where you could see the house, like, all the way back, and they have this, like, canopy that they sit under and and watch, like, the video and stuff, and, like... It's really cute. Um... you know, first things first, they talk about who's going to be the next to join us. They throw out some names and and then it ends up being Tyler. Tyler's like, hey guys, which is interesting for him considering it's a new experience for him. He didn't see the jury house in his, his uh, one and only other season, yeah. his season 20. Yep. He made it to final two and finished second. So uh, this is all new for him, all new for Ian, you know? Yeah. All new for Kevin. Exactly. Wait. No, he was evicted no. third, so he did he go, did, right? Yeah. He did. Yeah, because at that time, the third didn't last till yeah. uh, eviction night. Exactly. So, yeah, um, so yeah uh, Tyler joins, and then, you know, um, they watch his video and everything, and um, Day, Devon, ends up, um, you know, having a little chat with Tyler, about how um, she really appreciated, you know, him trying to basically, you know, like self-evict to get her and Bailey and David further in the game. And it kind of like backfired, sadly, on all of them. But um, just the, the idea that he would do that, you know, really touched her. And she wanted to like make sure that it was legit and not strictly um, game move like Christmas and other people thought. Um, and he did confirm, like, there was a little, little bit of a hurt, Joker, my heart felt a little tightened. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, but yeah, they teared up a little bit. I mean, Tyler teared up a little bit because he was so serious about it and really, you know, wanted that for them because, you know, it's so important. Um, 
but yeah, it, it was real and he was um, 1000% genuine. Yeah, and it was good for him to be able to explain to her that like, yes, this, the only reason he couldn't make it happen is because Christmas was head of household at that moment. And at that moment, she also considered him her final two. So as much as he did truly want it, it didn't make sense for her game. And so it wasn't his choice. He did want that, you know? Yeah. But it just yeah, it didn't, just didn't work, work, you know? Yeah, so um, Tyler's there now. And then the next person to enter was... Oh, gosh, we just talked about it. They were just, they were just evicted. Um, well, no, no, he's the only one. Tyler? Yeah, yeah. Really? No. That's yeah. A, that was the only addition? Yeah, because we had the triple eviction the week before, and then it was just oh, okay. yep. Tyler. Yep. So, yeah. Yes. No, they're waiting yep. on Memphis. Yep. But, uh, so they have the, they get to watch for the first time. We get to see them, um, uh, like, watching the, the Tyler's, like, how, what led to his eviction, who won head of household and all this and that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where we got all the reaction with Davon and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, they assemble the morning after to watch a special treat for them. And that was cool to see because it was... Um, very nice of Big Brother to do this, because I can't remember them doing this. They did this for people in the house, but this was for the evicted yeah. all-stars. And this was messages from home. So that was really cool. Yeah, and that, it was really sweet. Um, everyone had a video from their loved ones, and it was really cute. Um, Kevin got a really nice message from his husband. Um, Ian got a really sweet message from his girlfriends. Tyler, obviously, was from Angela. He got um, teary-eyed seeing her. Um, so that was really cute. Uh, David was from his dad and puppy. <laughs> yeah. Super cute. Um, and then uh, Daze, um, this is probably my favorite, was oh. from her daughter. It was so cute. Super um, cute. It was really Super sweet. cute. And... Um, as everyone was watching their videos, um, oh, and sorry, uh, Danny's was from, obviously, Dom, um, her, Tennessee, and, um, their pets, so that was really cute. Um, yeah, the, the, the videos of the kids in them are always so adorable, because, you know, it really does, like, get to the parents, stuff like that, they're like, oh, my kids, yeah, so that was really sweet, um, but yeah, no, it was really great to see. And it's funny, after everyone finished their videos, Davon was like, again, 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 like, let me rewatch it. And it was, yeah. It was really sweet. <laughs> that was awesome. So, yeah, on that note, we're all caught up. We do know a little bit about the next week, but just in case you don't want to know, since we're talking about the previous week, all stuff you would have seen in the episode, we won't get into that just yet. Yeah. So, um, just about ready to get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, I just wanted to give a fun little uh, in the car, in the truck edition update. Uh, we're ending this pod in the small little Bay Area corner that I went to elementary school and I grew up in Point Richmond. 
Uh, we passed over the Richmond Bridge, and now here we are, the first exit after you do that, this tiny, teeny little community. It's so cute. Uh, I really do love it. I wouldn't mind living here too, but uh, just the vibe is all different here now. When I was growing up, it was kids everywhere, and now it feels like like 10 times sleepier. Like I think it's uh, definitely more... Uh, of like a retirement community now. Oh, Do you yeah. get that vibe? For sure. Yeah, so. Yeah. But still, that being said, it's super cute. I love this place. And uh, yeah, I guess that'll do it for this episode. Ready to get out of here? Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Yep, so till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, you society.